my god, I'd, I'd never seen this happen before, but I was playing um, this. This is that super old copy of Dark Side of the Moon. And I put it on my turntable. I tried to clean it, but it was it was so dirty that my needle... I've never seen a needle do this, but it went... It was started skipping, and it just went... All the way to the end, almost to the... Oh, my God. It just... just it was it just floated right across the record and went all, went oh all the way to the spindle just and I was like <laughs> like did I break this thing what the hell just happened oh my god so I looked it up and they said oh your needle is very dusty oh it's got to come clean it yeah so I, I like my eyes suck so bad I was like I don't know that looks fine to me I took a picture of it I was like ooh I guess oh. you did on the needle and I was like oh my god it's just covered in dust oh. so I cleaned it how out. often how often do you change your needles this one's pretty new, actually. All right. I don't play my. I we uh, you know I bought my record player probably in uh, 2019. I yeah. Think. Um, but we've had some issues where things have been skipping a bit, and we actually. I mean, that's one thing I, I, I absolutely fucking love. Uh, you know, uh, raising two kids. You know, every night at dinner time. You know, we sit down at the dinner table together. And I throw on records, you know, okay. every single night, you know, we've got a record playing yeah. when we're eating together. And it's just like, it just makes me feel good, like a good parent that, uh, yeah, we do that too, know. except now my son is older. He'll, we'll just use Alexa and he'll, he'll like yell out and play this song. And yeah. so we'll, you know, we'll share music that way so we can, I mean, as much as I get, yeah, exactly. And that has happened, but. I try to stop the Alexa usage so that a <laughs> yeah. record gets played. And no, you I get, get to that. hear. Yeah. And now, unfortunately, you know, I'm sure you guys are both going to like fire me, <laughs> but uh, a lot of uh, Taylor Swift has been played. Yeah, whatever. Uh, the last few months. It's fine. Yeah. I've got, I've, I've, I've got, well, I also have a wife, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it's weird because like, Tiff rarely like calls out music to play. So, but she's honestly she's listening to most of like audio books and podcasts and stuff like that right now. So she's it's I can't imagine this, but she just doesn't listen to music these days, which is just weird to me. So, I can't how do you not listen that. to music? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like yeah. You have music, to every day. music is. Oh, I yeah. mean, it's, oh man, hearing uh, you know Richard Wright, you know, mention, you know. I mean, it is, it is in my eyes, the greatest album that has ever been recorded. Mm -hmm. All Blues by Miles Davis. It is, mm -hmm. that is, holy shit. That is the, the, the mecca of music. And <laughs> everyone that is into music should own that and listen to it. So go out and buy it, motherfuckers. <laughs> I, I guarantee you, I, none of the three of you own that, right? No. Oh, no. no. You no, should, no. you should. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. I, I, I'll tell you what, if I see it in like a used record bin for like five bucks, I'll buy it. How about that? Oh. <laughs> and that's, like, it's funny you mentioned that. Like, I actually found it in a used bin at uh, Crooked Beat, which is in Alexandria. Um, and, you know, I mean, I, you know, already owned it. I mean, that, that is one of the albums I believe I own. On tape, CD, and record now. Oh wow! So, hmm. you know, it's you know, I didn't have a CD player when I first got into music, and then I got you know, I heard. I mean, that is. I don't think any of us did. 
Yeah. They're no, old, you know. remember? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, I remember when we got a CD Let's player. talk about deal. technology now. It's a big deal. Oh, <laughs> it was like 87 or something. We got 86. A CD, I had a record player in my car. Oh. And that... <laughs> CD player didn't have fast forward. Time out, guys. Only had song skip, but no fast forward. I, I did not get a CD player until Christmas 1994. Holy oh shit! Yes, I didn't have one until so, 1991, I believe. Yeah. Oh, okay, we were ahead of the game for once, Tim. I know. We still had our beta player, though. I wanted to make sure it was going to stick around. You know. <laughs> yeah. Betamax. Yeah. I was not. I was not an early adopter. I didn't get an iPhone to like three. You know, I want to wait for these things. Oh, I knew that I. I had a BlackBerry though for a long time. So that was <laughs> a, I was a big BlackBerry guy. I was a bl- big BlackBerry defender. Remember Don and Mike when they used to do BlackBerry? <laughs> you talk about Blackberries and they would he, he would go into the Marion Barry voice. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, I see Don, you, I'm Don's BlackBerry. <laughs> Marion Barry. Well, that's have, racist. I have this, which uh, that's the only way I'm going to play CDs on my computer now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I Because I don't have a, a CD drive on my computer anymore. You, so. you don't have? No, you can't. Like, I don't have a CD player, no. Like, don't, I don't have, like, don't div- you don't have like a DVD player or Blu-ray in there? Uh, they, those not in my laptop, no. Oh, your laptop, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I have, I have a Blu-ray player, like a PS5. I can play CDs through that, yeah. But I mean, you're... I'm just saying. Do you have a desktop? I don't even remember. I have a laptop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. All right. I'm I trying to have see a, Keith. Have a giant Keith, desktop still. Oh, okay. Keith pulled out his iPod. I think I have one. Still. I think I have one of those somewhere. Yeah, I have one. I have two. Mine's what is that? Five hundred twelve megabytes I or something? Get it. I, it. I think it's like five hundred twelve. <laughs> no, my, my, that's the one thing. Like mine could fit all of my shit easily, and then some. And then I had to get an iPhone, and it won't let me put all of my shit on it because it needs to let me to have stupid shit like the internet. I don't want the internet. I want to have, you know, Ballard symphonies and and Miles Davis and Ray Brown and uh, Milt Jackson, uh, some mm. Stan Getz, you know. You know that stuff's I, on the internet. That's mine. Yeah, mine. But I'd like rather it's... listen to my own shit so that it can like track how often I listen to stuff, so that I can. Oh, they're t- they're tracking you if you listen on the internet. Mm. And the artist gets like find mine. I know I have it somewhere. Yeah, a, a thousandth of a cent every time you. That's right. Play it or something. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Remember the uh, iPod Nanos? Yeah. I have one of those somewhere. Tiff had one of those for a while. Borat says they're for girls. <laughs> well, Tiff had one. I never had one. There you go. 64 <laughs> gigs. Watch out. Yeah. All right. So, uh, eight, this was 80 gigs. Wow, that's crazy. We've got uh, some other albums to talk about. Technology. What is it? 1983. <laughs> All right. Well, well, let's see. How do we want to start this? We're gonna. This is our sponsor. <laughs> what is this? This is, is uh. It's Voodoo something. No, oh, it's woo. Woo. Oh my woo. god. Is it energy drink. Woo. Ric Flair's new energy drink. Three <laughs> three varieties. I actually had one That's earlier awesome. today. 
I wouldn't recommend it to Eric or or Tim because they sleep poorly. But <laughs> yeah, right. I, I don't think I I I don't know that I've ever had an energy drink. These are uh, huh. the one I, I had was I actually good. Fun. It didn't taste yeah. it didn't taste Red Bully. Those things taste weird. Why are you Red drinking Bully. one of those at? 10? I'm not. I'm not. It's not open. He's just advertising. He's not drinking it right now. This is our sponsor today. For, no. if, I can't get the glare off of it. Yeah. 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 I can't read what it says. So. So one way it looks another. like it, it looks like it tastes like bubble gum. Yeah. <laughs> no, it looks like it tastes like my ass. This is <laughs> this is the flavor I had earlier. It's dragon fruit. It was good. Nice. Made from mushrooms. Yeah. Really? I, That's what it says. Which kind of mushrooms? Not the good ones. <laughs> yeah. I'd feel different if it did. It's cordyceps. The style and profile and. Limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, son of a gun. Ooh. Ooh. I used to, I was addicted to the, the Mountain Dew energy drinks for a while when I was oh, working I at, bet you were. I was working at Zoots. Because we had to get, you know, when we took Zoots, it was a dry cleaning delivery. So we had to get there at like 6 a.m. So we had to be up at like 5, right? Yeah. So, so my, I would stop at 7 Eleven, grab a couple Mountain Dew energy drinks. Yeah, that was my thing for a while. Yeah. I know. How much sugar is in that? <laughs> oh, a lot. <laughs> oh, my God. That's why I have such a svelte physique these days. <laughs> oh, yeah. Same with me. I think you can see my nipples. This is only six grams of carbs. This, these are not bad for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, the carbs. Because I have six grams of carbs, I'm sure it's not bad for you. It's got um, a it's ton, of, ton of niacin. Oh, yeah, that's important. Niacin. You need that niacin. Have you ever had a niacin pill? It's it's quite a it's quite uh, a ride. I, uh, I only put them on my butt. <laughs> that would probably really hurt. <laughs> niacin. Yeah. Niacin pills. Um, they make all I your blood vessels. Every second. All your, they make all your capillaries and little blood vessels dilate, so you get bright red. Looks looks like you have a sunburn. Well, that's they doing well, in the you have no you, you have no idea what that did to my hemorrhoids. You probably bleed out your butt if you did that. I don't think you should. Do that. <laughs> I bleed out my butt a lot because of my hemorrhoids. All right, this more, is going to be an interesting episode. More old man talk. <laughs> well, we've already talked about a colonoscopy, so <laughs> might as well talk about hemorrhoids. You guys should invest. Wait, in you a guys bidet. don't have them. Am I no. the only one with hemorrhoids? I have a bidet. Me too. I don't have a bidet. <laughs> You should get one. Life-changing. I hate pooping not at my house. Oh, I know. It sucks now. <laughs> I had to... I, uh, well, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've had hemorrhoids since I was 20, so... Jesus. I'll just say I was out of my house recently. I was. Uh, I had to go to Pennsylvania yesterday, actually, and uh, was at an event and uh, yeah, had to poop while I was there, and it was... Hmm. Oh, man. No bidet. It sucks. They don't have them in Pennsylvania. So, yeah, and it's a public bathroom, so that you know the toilet paper is like fucking yeah. sandpaper. Yeah, and it rips oh. right away. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you got to roll like half the fucking thing on your hand. Yeah. Your fin- <laughs> fingers a tootsie roll right away. Oh, oh. oh no! <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone! <laughs> Happy New Year! We're talking about uh. poop. Howdy ho! Poop, hemorrhoids. It's very punk rock of us, actually. <laughs> yes, which is why you know why we 
mentioned it. Yeah. So, okay. Let's get into it. So welcome back to Somewhere in Time podcast, everybody. Um, Welcome to 2024. Crazy, man. I know. It's 2024. I hope everyone had a lovely holiday season. Um, Somewhereintimepodcast.com is where you find us online. Get to all of our stuff there. Uh, All of our episodes are streaming there. All of our social media is there. Uh, You can give us, you can send us feedback on that website too, believe it or not. So go there. Also share our stuff uh, however you like. Yeah. You can rate us on Spotify. You can rate us on uh, iTunes. iTunes. Please do. Yeah. Oh, please do. Yes. Sure. Please do. Well, it helps. Helps with rankings and whatnots. And exposure. Yeah. Okay. This episode, we are talking, (laughs) even though it's 2024, we still, we have some, we have some uh, leftovers. Well, we still have a 93 album to talk about, but we have a an 83 this, album and a 93 album. That's uh, One of these is 93, one of these is 83. This happened um, last year, too. Remember yeah, that? I know. Yes, yeah. it does happen. There's a lot of holdovers. And, yeah. So we are talking about uh, an album from 83, Minor Threat, Out of Step, and um, from 93, Fugazi, In on the Kill Taker. So... Can you guess who recommended that we talk about these albums from this <laughs> podcast? It wasn't me. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> I'm going to say it was Keith. Yes. <clears throat> Surprise. Uh, the, the punk on the metal show wanted to talk about Meyer Threat and figured it was kind of with our, you know, time frame thing going on. You know, having them yeah. have an album in 83 and, and you know, the next incarnation of what Ian MacKay did creating an album in 93. I figured it would be, and and let's face it when it comes to our specific region, you know, the, the, this, our group of people are all, uh, you know, DC suburbs. Yep. And, um, you know, minor threat and Fugazi are two of the biggest, and most influential bands, not named Bad Brains, uh, <laughs> you know, DC, that, yeah. that, that that stemmed out of uh, the DC region. So yeah, it's 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 something that we should talk about, and um, you know, yeah, I was it, happy to. Yes, yeah. So we're starting with. Uh, I mean, how, how do you want to do this? Oh, we because... definitely want to start with Minor Threat. Right. Well, yeah. Okay. That was the that was the eighty three album, and that's uh, yes. So we're gonna we're, we're, yeah. we're gonna start. Well, how about how about let's start with? Uh, I mean, Ian MacKay. Let's face it; he is kind of the guy behind all of this shit, and uh, very much in the DC scene. His first band, uh, the Teen Idols. You know, it was his high school band, and you know, it's early punk in the you know late 70s so nobody knew how to fucking play their instruments they just did what they were doing and Ian, i believe was the guitar player of the band uh one way or another that ended mm-hmm. and that's when you know ian decided he really wanted to make this next thing like kind of have a you know statement or whatever and he really you know made minor threat be you know the next incarnation of what he wanted now let's face it there 
were other people in the band. And they may have not ended up seeing things the same way, but, you know, uh, we'll get to that. So the album we're talking about is Out of Step. Is this, I, forgive me, I didn't do any research on this barely. So okay. is this, I, the one thing I did see is it's their only full-length album. Is that right? Mm. Uh, their first uh, album, Minor Threat, uh, is kind of considered an EP. And, I mean, let's face it. Uh, the one thing, like when I first bought a uh, CD, when I first got a CD player for Christmas in 1994, uh, one of the first CDs I did buy was the Minor Threat discography because it is a CD. <laughs> one, one, one CD. Well, this album is like 21 minutes long. So. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, you know, uh, their original album, you know, they, they put out EPs, you know, the punk scene back in the late seventies, early eighties, it was more about putting out seven inches. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they, they did do that, but, uh, one way or another, they have minor threat. They have, uh, out of step, and then they've got a few other things that kind of they recorded, but you know I'm not sure how they came out back in the day. Mm. But they all ended up on the, you know, Minor Threat discography of one CD, and it wow. doesn't really last that long to begin with. <laughs> so, guess what we forgot again? Introductions. <laughs> we did. Oh. <laughs> Hi, I'm Keith. So that's Keith. I'm Eric. <laughs> Who else is here? I'm I'm here. I'm Joe. I know we know us. That's that's why we forget. Oh, <laughs> who's that last guy with the Pink Floyd shirt on? I'm I'm Tim. There you go. All right, let's let's play a little bit of this so we can know so we get familiar but, with the band. Uh, yeah, please start at the very beginning. Betray. Like betray. Double bass? Yeah. I believe it is. There's a double band. bass in there. Yeah. All right. Let's fade that out. So this band is, as Keith mentioned, Ian McKay on lead vocals, uh, Lyle Pressler on lead guitar, Brian Baker on rhythm guitar, Steve Han... Is it Hanskin? Hanskin. <laughs> yeah. On bass and Jeff Nelson on drums. Yes. And this album produced by Minor Threat. Uh, what is that? Don... Don Ziantara. Don Ziantara? Ziantara, sorry. Well, yeah, yeah. You, that name doesn't mean shit to you, Eric? I mean, does not. he is... Oh. I'm sure he's a great guy. Or yes, not. Well, <laughs> I don't know. well, let me show this. Never heard of him, sorry. Never heard of him. He's produced a lot of stuff. Yo, oh my god, he is... The biggest guy. Um, oh, he's from Arlington. Yeah, this is recorded in her right? ear. This is this yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He is the main guy for the DC punk scene. Oh, was that nice? Okay. Were you at his house, man? Oh, wow. Were you? Uh, no, I wasn't in the band anymore. This is when Dan and John were still doing. That it. was a, that was a callback. <laughs> to another hardcore 
Yes. But yeah, was he a full-grown baby? <laughs> Don Ziatara, man, baby. <laughs> well, let's uh, have uh, the stupid idiots that uh, don't respect, you know, the uh, society that they're a part of. Don Ziatara, I mean, that, that guy. That guy has recorded Bad Brains. He's recorded Minor Threat. He's recorded so many major DC. John Frusciante. Okay. Um, my dick is in your mouth. I'm not kidding. I, I bet he does. I mean, he's done. He is important. And you guys should know his name more than okay. Alan well, Parsons now. or whatever. You know, I do now. Mm, I don't know if we you... should know him more than Alan Parsons. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. For DC people, he is extraordinarily important and it's I am the sky man that was a huge hit makes me sad that you guys don't even you guys did not know who he was before we started this conversation no no I'm ready to get you real spun up here Keith ready for this I didn't know Ian McKay was in both of these bands Ian McKay I didn't know (laughs) neither did I not until I was doing the research that's That's why I, I did because that's why I wanted to wait, wait. You guys didn't realize why I wanted to do Minor Threat and Fugazi. Well, I knew that was, that they were both DC bands. I knew that, but I didn't yes, realize Ian McKay was. But it was one. the Ian McKay. Yeah, I didn't realize yeah, that until I started I, doing the research. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I, oh. Look, man, I don't know the scene. I don't. I didn't listen to this stuff. You did, but he's I, friends. Well, hey, well, we'll get and to I, that. I did know he was buddies with Henry Rollins. Yes. Yes. Yank. Yeah. Hank. Um, Hank. 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 Well, uh, well, let's uh, let's get into that. All right, one way or another. Yes, but let's actually talk about this. All right, so Ian McKay was the guitarist, I believe, in uh, you know his first band, the Teen Idols. That was his high school band, mm-hmm. and you know, that's when punk was starting. And punk was like people didn't know how to play their instruments, and that was fine. Uh, that you know fell apart in high school or whatever. And this was his next project. And with this, he really wanted to be the vocalist. He wanted to, you know, say his own words. And, uh, you know, he, you know, didn't have any other expectations regarding the music. And uh, when they first formed, I mean, that's the one thing when you think of this band, it's Lyle Pressler and you can listen to his guitar playing and the guy can play. Brian Baker is the bassist. Uh, well, was the bassist initially. You know, Brian Baker is not a bass player. He's a guitarist. You know, as yeah, he's also his rhythm on this album. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Yeah. He never wanted to play bass. It's just that he was the, you know, he was the guy that showed up, and they already had a guitarist. So, yeah. hey, guess what? You're a bassist. But he, growing up, you know, played, you know, kind of the prog rock and and, and the jazz stuff. So he actually knew what the fuck he was doing. Lyle, Lyle Pressler, I think, you know, listening to how he plays, you can tell he's not some scrub. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's still punk rock, so it's not as though they're doing, like, you know, Mahler's Fifth Symphony. Or- well, I did find it interesting that there are, like, a lot of punk bands don't have it. Like, you'll see three, three-piece three bands a lot, but you don't see five-piece punk bands a lot. Like, uh- Rhythm, oh. r- rhythm, and lead guitar. Like you don't see that a lot in punk bands. In so. this regard, That's in this sure. regard, let's. I'll flat out tell you, Brian Baker was fucking sick of playing bass. Oh, okay. He's a guitar player, 
Yeah. And he's just like, fuck you guys. I am playing guitar and find another bass player. So Steve <laughs> Hanskin came in and it was like, he was actually a friend of Brian's that, uh, you know, they had known each other for years beforehand. So, so when, you know, he got brought into this band, now this band had already been around for about three years before Steve got brought in, mm-hmm. but still he comes in and gets to be the bass player of this enormous punk rock band. But, the big thing you guys got to realize, um, Minor Threat, you know, was, you know, Ian kind of wanted to be the mouthpiece of it, and the rest of the band might not have seen eye to eye with that. Uh, you know, Lyle Pressler, uh, the band, you know, put out their first album in, I believe, 81. Um, but Lyle Pressler, you know, graduated high school and he went to college, uh, I believe in Illinois, something like that, but he left for college and that kind of ended the band and everyone figured the band was over. He wasn't a big fan of the college, so he ended up coming back. So that's when this album happened. Mm -hmm. Um, But as stated, I believe Brian, like once he left for college, they kind of, let Brian start playing guitar, something like that. And one way or another, once Lyle came back, they were recording the next album. They, you know, Brian flat out was like, you know, and, and everybody should realize that Brian Baker, the guy we're talking about, you know, is, you know, the rhythm guitar player of Bad Religion and has been oh, okay. for the majority of, <laughs> you know, since 1993. I believe yes mm-hmm. oh. so what's the I mean what's the full life cycle of this band like when do they start when do they break up uh, they started in probably 79 when they were most I mean they were all about pretty much the same age 19 mm-hmm. and um, that's the, the biggest thing this uh, another thing we absolutely need to talk about straight edge all right I was going to ask about that because there are some lyrics on the album. I'm like, oh, interesting. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. the, this band, uh, you know, for the most part, did not start the concept of Straight Edge. But Straight Edge is, you know, no drinking, no smoking, no alcohol, no drugs, no sex. You know, you, you don't dive into the vices that everyone else is doing. You just right. live your life and, and, and you know... One way or another, Ian always made sure he had a beer bottle in his hand back in the day. So make sure he'd be like, ha, 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 look at me, I've got a beer bottle. Um, and what, just was, to be ironic? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's just to piss people off. But one way yeah. or another, uh, uh, a lot of people attribute, he is the guy who created the phrase Straight Edge with the song Straight Edge that, well wasn't on this album, but was on the first album they put out. Um, so one way or another, this Ian was the guy that like really tried to straight up set up this whole concept of, you know, this underground movement of not drinking or doing drugs or doing sex or, you know, being shitheads. Um, and back for all of them, 
the rest of the band, you know, they were all underage. So they were like, all right, yeah, cool. Um, and that's the crazy thing, because once we're in here at 1983, you know, they're now all t- past 21. And, you know, they can now all make their own decisions. And right. Can, and that is, I think, one of the biggest reasons why shit fell to shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, once we get into the tracks here, you know, you're going to realize that the one thing that really hit me in the face with this band is the fact that they were really singing lyrics that, that kind of were about, you know, you know, their reality. They weren't, you know, doing what, I mean, let's, let me take a step back. All right. When it comes to punk rock, because I'm the punk on the metal show. Yes. All right. I uh, I was a metalhead, and only a metalhead, and then on uh, the day after Thanksgiving, 1992, I got arrested, and um, I got taken to the uh, cop station, and my parents had to pick me up, and I got grounded for a few months. And once I got out of grounding, I went back out and met up with those guys that I got arrested with. And I got arrested for, you know, possession of alcohol. Oh, man. (laughs) One way or another, um, they kind of fucked me over a couple times. And uh, shit ended up kind of weird and bad with me Mm. and those guys. And it turned out. I'm a junior in in high school, and uh, I no longer have friends. Yeah, uh, I no longer had anything, and that's when I met, or really, I had already met him, but I started spending time with a guy named John Wood, and uh, I think the three of us, the the other three guys, will know him better as Fane. Oh, okay. Yes, gotcha. And Fane started introducing me to punk rock, and he got me, you know, listening to the Dead Kennedys, the Dead Milkmen, and this is the first time I'd ever kind of branched outside of metal, and uh, like especially the Dead Milkmen, you know, they're playing mainly acoustic. It's it's or you know with 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 no um, uh, distortion at all or anything. It was confusing to me at first, mm-hmm. and one way or another. This band, Minor Threat, I will never forget. This is one of those bands. I, I, you know, flat out. I, uh, you know, there are two bands in my life that changed everything. The first one, and I think I've described this more than enough during the show, was Metallica. You know, like I heard that and it was like, holy shit. For me, my friend John Hammond, and I don't know, Joe, if you remember John Hammond, he hung out with us a, a few times at, at, Sam's house shows, but one way or another, he's just like, Keith, you got to listen to this, this mixtape I made. And so I, uh, throw in this mixtape. We're on a band trip to probably Atlanta or some goddamn band thing we were doing. And at the end of each side was something got played this band and it just kicked my ass like Metallica had years before. That was my first. 
minor threat. And it, like the the one on the uh, the song on the first side was song minor threat, and the song on the second side was cashing in, which we'll be talking about later. His name and, was John Hammond. Uh, Does this before or after he learned how to clone dinosaurs? <laughs> well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> one yes. way or another uh my, like i heard this band Spread and North it North. was just like a kick <laughs> a kick in my face and it was like holy shit just like metallica holy shit why is anyone else making music why is that not the only thing that ever existed this is what everyone should be trying to do and is failing because this is perfect now <laughs> I got a strong feeling that the rest of you probably disagree with that assessment, but yes, you know, one way or another, I was, I was, like, I wasn't affected the same way. No. Okay. Correct. One way or another. Yes. No. At the time. And that's another big thing about this band is when you listen to the lyrics, they're fucking talking about personal shit. You know, I had just gotten arrested with a crew of friends and I thought that I mattered or was friends with them. And when shit hit the fan, the times that they fucked me over right after that, I got done. Uh, you know, I, they didn't give a shit. I just got left, you know, I couldn't, wasn't allowed to spend time with them and they could give a rat's ass. So I was emotionally at a point where shit was pretty important and that's when i listen to songs like portray and it follows and when he's talking about like you know friends you know the the, the lyrics of this album talking about like shit falling apart over time it it affected me and it was just exactly what i needed to hear Uh, when I needed to hear it. So, personally, that's kind of my story with Minor Threat. So, Minor Threat, yes. Like Metallica is the second band that when I started listening to it, it was a life changer. This is easily my shit. And fuck you all if you don't give it A pluses. <laughs> well, I guess fuck me then. Yeah. <laughs> gonna... it, is, it is interesting that, that like, we heard whatever made in metallica whatever and it impacted us like pretty much like that bam yeah, yeah and i when i heard punk or hardcore it didn't didn't have the same impact i, I don't know i mean i mean why well why? you guys you guys you guys you know we've listened to some bad brains and yeah. you guys were like wow bad brains isn't cool and you're wrong <laughs> that's not and, what we said well well one way or another i mean you like we're talking about minor threat right now and i think you're pretty much saying that minor threat isn't <clears throat> You haven't I, heard our opinion. No, no, no. no we no, just no, said, no, you no, said no. it. If you don't no, give an no, A plus, no. we didn't say it's not bad. We didn't say it's no, bad. No, no, I'm saying I didn't. To this day, when I hear punk or hardcore, I'm not impacted the same way with as I am with something like Metallica. That's all. I'm just right, and I'm interested. I'm just curious. Why is it some kind of like how we hear music? Is it uh, what is it? There's like, definitely there's no a talent. No. Yeah, they're, sure. they're, they're flat out. I mean, they're, they're, the funny thing about the talent level. All right, when uh, Ian MacKay was uh, started off in, in Teen Idols, you know, it was his high school band, and you know, 
flat out, you know, back in the old days with punk rock. It's just like, all right, uh, you be the guitar player. Uh, you're the drummer because nobody <laughs> actually played any instruments. It's just like, all right, fine. This band of I Brian Baker. One lesson. Well, Brian Baker, the, the bassist, <laughs> you know, he actually was into all the, you know, kind of classic Rocky shit and played that. He was a guitarist. And, uh, you know, the musicians of that band before Steve Hanskin came in, yeah. uh, they really knew how to fucking play. They weren't just garbage. Uh, Ian McKay himself mentioned, you know, after I think at this point in the band, um, like, holy crap, these guys actually know what the fuck they're doing because they can actually seriously play their instruments, mm-hmm. you know, better than, you know, anything that happened in Teen Idols. Um, and, and that's the one thing, like, let's face it, they are playing thrash punk. And so it's all just, you know, speed and it's, you know, every song lasts at most a minute. But, uh. I mean, to me, they got longer songs than it, that, don't you? Yes, absolutely. Uh, but Ian, when this band was originated, Ian had a concept that he wanted to make sure maintained is that, you know, he was the voice of this band. He wanted to make sure it said the right things. And as much as, you know, hey, you know, uh, Joe in our conversations leading up to this uh, recording, you know, mentioned you know guilty of being white no yeah let's face it you know it's like oh but (laughs) i actually didn't listen to well ian um you know he was as as much as we all are like oh my god that's weird well every one of the four of us you know were in schools and you know dc suburbs where there were what five to 10 African-American kids in his entire school. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Exactly. For him, uh, he was the one white kid. Yeah, right. Well, he grew up in D.C. Yes. And he was getting his shit kicked out of him Mm. because he was the white kid. Mm. And that's what that song is about. The fact that when he was growing up, he got shit kicked out of him pretty consistently. Because he was the white kid, yeah, the only white. Kid. So, why? why really? Yeah. That's, so his his upbringing was. He lived in D.C. Yeah, he had very. It seems like very well-to-do lineage, though. Uh, his father worked for the Washington Post. His grandfather was like they they they, they seem kind of. Uh, they seemed a little bit bougie reading his bio. Uh, I mean, <laughs> bougie. He grew up in Glover Park. Um, his father was a White House reporter and worked at the Washington Post. But um, um, grandfather, grandmother was uh, she did advice co- columns and was okay. a member of the Cosmopolitan Club. Okay. I'm just as much saying, as saying right? that the high school he went to was still. Majority African Americans, okay. and unfortunately, he was there weren't as many white people. Okay, so that's what that song is about. 
And, uh, you know, just to mention that, uh, you know, it, well, I, see, I can I can imagine it's been you, I think you mentioned it's, it's probably been co-opted yes. by racists. Yes. Racists love yeah. singing that song, but uh, other people love singing that song as well. Specifically, Boo and Boo. If you're listening, Jared, um, he's the lead singer of a band called Supreme Commander. Uh, he's African American, and mm. you know they started covering that song because it's hilarious that <laughs> that's kind of funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay well so that song's not actually on the album no it's not no no that's on their their first you know should we get into the tracks then all right um yeah whoa the tracks there you go what about, what about the album cover oh yeah we didn't talk about that we should it's a black it's a uh, I kind of like sheep. it. It's 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 a, the, obviously the the black sheep is drawn a little more a little goofier than the other yeah. animal. The other the cows, I guess. The but, other other sheep. Yeah. Oh, the other sheep. Okay. I'm looking at a tiny picture here, so I can't tell if those are, are sheep or cows. Do you think those are cows? Well, I you can. Sheep makes Spotify, more, you can, more sense. Yeah. You can zoom in on the album cover. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a very crudely drawn sheep. <laughs> Well, is it, it well? Uh, are they cows? Because aren't the the sheep hurt? Like, aren't they hurting the cows? Type, type they're they're hurting cows. Sheep. It's all they're sheep. sheep. Yeah, they're sheep. You herd sheep too, and it's yeah. all white sheep, and it's one black sheep that's okay. running away. All right, and that's the. the but he has drawn punk rockers. Drawn so. sillier. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's cartoony. The other ones are kind of realistic. Kind of, right. Yeah. They're kind of watercolor looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's a cool album cover. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I give the album cover a B plus. How about that? All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tracks. Uh, we play a little yes. bit of Betray, but um, play. Uh, I mean, play. I mean, seriously, play this entire album. Let's face it. Another thing I love about this band is it's like you know. Uh, what's the time frame? A minute and a half? <laughs> I think 30 seconds. 30, whatever it is. We <laughs> Which we've gone over that pretty much every episode. So most We could probably yeah. play most of these tracks, the entirety, and not have a, right, a I know. legal issue. So, Well, I'll say it follows. I think I immediately knew why you like this band a lot. I mean, that opening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, we didn't talk about the production, but uh, yeah, yeah, well, it's surprisingly good for this this type of fast music in '83. I think I was I was very surprised. I mean, it's Don. I think I think everything sounds good except the drums sound like yeah, ass. Well, yeah, but the drums are pretty rough. <laughs> the bass yeah, drum is like a <laughs> yeah, <it's> bad. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I didn't expect it to sound 
Well, no, it's a punk rock album, so like you're right. not like you're not yeah. expecting the black album when you hear. No, first, I kind of like yeah, yeah. It's what I yeah. I mean, expected. it's drums being recorded in 1983. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can hear everything. You can hear. Yeah. And actually, I mean, I think what, the bass, what metal the bass in '83 was? Mm-hmm. True. The, the bass tone is great, and I think the guitar is yeah. good too. The guitar sounds great too. So mm-hmm. yeah, I metal just, in '83 was drenched in reverb, everything. Yeah, and this is this is not. This is very dry. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's like no reverb at all in drums. No, <laughs> no, it's there's a spot dry as a bone. I think it's I don't like, know if I don't know if you used actually two bass drums or if you had double pedal, but um, you can tell that the mic is off. <laughs> yeah. Like like when you can hear one kick drum when he does the double bass, one's yeah. quieter than the other. <laughs> yeah, it almost sounds like he's doing it like a floor tom or something. Like, is that double bass? Yeah. Is that... I'm pretty, but yeah, Do, I, think I mean, bass. yeah, I think it is too. Yeah. How prominent I, were double pedals back in '83? I don't. I don't yeah, that's the one thing. I'm it's sure like, they existed, but I, it couldn't I don't be that know common. that it was double bass. You know? <clears throat> well, play it again. Well, there was definitely a double bass in 1983. Was it the? Yeah, for sure. sure but for, mm-hmm. yeah. Punk bands couldn't afford their instruments, so I don't think you could afford two bass drums. I don't hear a hi hat there. It sounds like double bass though. He could be doing. Yeah. Hmm. I guess it could be the fourth on there. Mm-hmm. Just really fast, yeah. yeah. That would explain why it sounds different. So yeah, that's probably <laughs> what it is. Well, yeah, it could anyway, just... it's it's cool. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I, I got when it comes to this song, I've got a little, you know, thing I found. Which uh, one, betray or it follows? It follows. Okay. You know it. Uh, it touches upon themes of societal pressure and conformity and the feelings of being pursued or haunted by expectations and obligations. Lyrics describe a perceived shift from a time when things were seemingly simpler with defined gender roles and identities. And then uh, with a line, uh, when boys were boys and girls were girls, implies a longing for simpler, more rigid construction of society. Chorus, the repetition of it followed me, suggests a sense of unease or discomfort that persists and remains present throughout the song. This, it can be seen as a metaphor uh, for the pressures and expectations that followed the narrator, uh, potentially symbolic of the societal norms and rules they feel compelled to adhere to. Wow. All that in 83? Hey, 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 hey. Jeez. Punk rock is more intellectual than all your metal bullshit. (laughs) I'm just surprised that, like, all that sounds like stuff that's happening today. Well, this is, I don't know when that was written. That was, I'm I'm quoting, I don't even know. uh, Well, I mean, the first lines are, you know, I thought I had left it behind in another fucking time when when boys were boys, girls were girls, and faces were hard to find. Like, that sounds exactly what you were just talking about. So, yeah. mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, that, another thing for me personally, um, let's face it, you know, when it comes to metal and it comes to punk, you know, these lyrics are fucking saying shit. The big thing I think about this band is that, you know, uh, Ian Mackay was, was, was trying to make sure he was expressing exactly what he wanted to say. And, you know, Metal was just like Satan is awesome. (laughs) 
Let's all be Satan, Satan, Satan. Yeah. Unless yeah. unless you were in like Motley Crue or Poison, and then you're talking about, you know, fucking, fucking, and fucking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which yeah, there is you know, there's nothing, nothing to those lyrics. There's no, yeah. you know, intele- nothing intellectual about those lyrics. No. That's for damn. I mean, right. I mean, this isn't necessarily intellectual <laughs> in the fact that it's more about like you know. That's not. I mean, it's thought provoking. You know, it's yeah. You know, it's it uh, makes you that, think. that 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 is. The big thing, you know, as stated, you know, this band was the second band, you know, like John gave me that mixtape and I heard these two songs and I was like, why is anyone else making music that isn't this? <laughs> and you guys may disagree, but one way or another, like, I mean, this shit just hit me exactly where I wanted it to. And I um, went back for more. <laughs> Think again. It's uh. Let's see. The only note I had on this was one twelve is another good example of the bass, the bass tone on this one. There's some like isolated bass stuff there. You know what I was gonna say? I, I, this they remind me a little bit of early ST uh, ST. So sure, mm-hmm. yeah. Like oh, his vocals, especially on parts like especially yeah. this song, like his vocals are very early Mike Muir. Oh yeah. I just looked up their discography because I, I wasn't sure if that that album came out in '83. Also, their debut, but it yeah. did. Yeah. Which is so. What did we do? Like a 25 year? When we talked about that album, we must have right. Did we talk about that album? <laughs> I guess we did, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We did, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it must have been a yeah. Must have been twenty five. Twenty five, yeah. But yeah, that was, that was one of the first things I thought of when I heard this album. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like the first yeah. ST album. Yeah, for sure. And I didn't. I didn't even want to. I was like, is that like a dumb thing to to, to say? Like, <laughs> I don't think. Well, I don't know that. The, the it's not to say it too, but I was like, this, it does sound like that. But I'm like, is that just my own ignorance and not knowing this genre? I'm just like, it sounds like suicidal. No, this one in particular. <laughs> it, yeah, I this mean, song, that's, I mean, yeah. The, oh, <laughs> being the punk of the metal on the metal show, yes, they are, you know, let's face it, this is thrash punk. And that's what, you know, Suicidal started with. Now, yeah. Minor Threat had been doing this for a few years prior, but. Uh, I'm sure ST had it as well, though, right? They didn't just put out an album right away. No. Mm, yeah, but. They started the same year as, as Minor Threat. Like they they were formed the same year, just a different coast. Seventy nine, nineteen eighty. They're both in nineteen eighty. So, yeah. Let me see if I can find that isolated bass thing. Surprisingly gnarly and very bright upfront bass yeah, for that. And but yeah. the, I mean that's the the funniest thing is that you know 
when mm-hmm. you think about this band and fans of this band will flat out be like, who the fuck is Steve Hanscom? <laughs> flat out, he is, you know, oh, God, when he joined the band, it ruined everything. And he had, he was just a friend of Brian's that, uh, you know, Brian has, it was fucking fed up with goddamn playing bass in a band because he didn't ever want to play bass. Right. He wanted to be like guitar. So he finally was playing guitar and he pulled this guy in and voila. Yes. You know, Steve Hanskin got to play some, you know, monumental shows with a, a punk rock band that is one of the most important in the entire planet. But, uh, people, you know, when you think about minor threat, you think about four people and Steve Hanskin is not one of them. He's the odd man out. Yes. This is the, so this is the thing about punk fans in general. Like they're so fucking snobby about <laughs> shit like that. Like they make metal people look like hippies compared to like you know <laughs> like oh psh, no they 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 played five chords in that song fuck them like <laughs> they're they're trying to be too musicy now <laughs> it's not about that it's about it's about being intellectual that's that's my percent am I off on that <laughs> do you get that sense from I'm like, there's, you're, there's you're this... absolutely off on that because it's metal okay. people that have okay, no sure. penises. <laughs> and, um... Wow, he took it to a totally different spot. But okay, okay. all right. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. <laughs> no, Keith no, said. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Play the other hmm. thing. That bass playing is too good. What other thing? These guys. The thing I told you to record and use. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have that. I didn't, I didn't know that was <laughs> Why the did, Oh, my God. You don't even have it. You motherfucker. I, I thought you wanted me to play the song. Not, I didn't know you wanted me like just the No, call. I wanted that to be played like I answered your question, motherfucker. Oh, I see. I mean, you, can, you can pull it up, right? Just on, it's just on. Uh, oh, you actually, just wanted that it's, clip? Of him saying that? It's on that yes, thing. Yes, that's this. I didn't actually give a shit about hearing the song. I figured that that clip would be usable. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. In what we were. Well, playing. I can I can pull it for future episodes. How about that? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. You're You're fired. Fired. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't know either. So. Yeah. If anyone was wondering what the joke was, you know, you guys both were like, what is that? Oh, what was the question? Well, it, I just quoted what Ian McCoy We hadn't said. listened to it yet. So yes. like, well, you should have listened about? to it. And I then did you would realize that what and I wrote af- afterwards was a direct quote of what Ian said. This is shenanigans, foolishness. <laughs> See? And then you pull that shit out. Like, that's... <laughs> God damn you! Oh, that's perfect. what I wanted that quote to be used for. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> All right. Well, you gotta play it or something. To I don't. What a, it know. is at the end of the song. You can just play it. Yeah, just exactly. The song is very short. Is it in that song? I thought it was it's only the in the outtakes. If the outtakes are on Spotify. Oh, is it okay? Yeah, yeah I see it. All right. Is that it, you 
There we got it. Yay, we did it. Yay, all right. <laughs> Are we going track by track? It's a little awkward. I mean, we don't. We, we can. I mean, let's face it. You could seriously possibly play every single track, <laughs> and it won't list. It won't make it to the you know secondary amount of time frames. I did look. I did. I like the chorus on "Look Back and Laugh." That was a good. I like that. That's pretty good. I'm not in love with it like you are, Keith, but it was fine. Sob Story's <laughs> lyrics are yeah, good. I thoroughly enjoyed Sob Story. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic. That might be my favorite. Yeah. The lyrics are awesome. I mean, the lyrics of this entire album are all. These are awesomer. A little bit. <laughs> I called this song Fox News if it came out later. Harmonics. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like the end when he says "boo fucking who." Oh yeah, it's like he went ahead and in forward in time and discovered Facebook, and then came back in time. And <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, awesome. Let's see. I think out of step the song is where I was. I know we're not. I'm going out of order here, but that's was that was a song where I was like, oh, oh, I see. These guys are straight edge. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Well, that's uh, well. Let's face it. My um, Ian Mackay probably created the phrase. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Uh, straight edge. The song it came out on their first album, and uh, you know. The lyrics are, I don't smoke, I don't drink, I don't fuck. At least I can fucking think. And, you know, straight, edge, straight, edge. Hmm. So one way or another, it's Those lyrics are possibly in this, believed that they kind of came up with that phrase that turned into the horrendous, god-awful bullshit of straight edge. <laughs> Yeah, that's how this starts, right? Yeah. Are there lyrics in that too? Oh yeah, he, he the, the, this this song is on both albums. Oh okay. It's just uh, this version has a little um, 
Um, there's a little kind of spoken word where I don't care if you're doing fucking or playing golf. Oh, okay. That's some of the They, uh, they, well, don't play that part. Listen, there's no set of rules. I'm not telling you what to do. All I'm saying is I'm bringing up three things that are, like, so important to the whole world. I don't have to find much importance in. Because of these things, whether they're, whether they're fucking or whether they're playing golf, because of that, I feel... Not a fan of the the, the out of this, out of step with the world. That with the world. I don't. That, mm-hmm. I, no, not not a fan. Don't like that vocal inflection that he does there. It's not. So what is he saying in that spoken word part? Is he just saying like that's how I feel? Yeah. And then people just took it as like, oh, it's it's well, Moses it, coming yes, down with the that, yes. Or what, not Moses, what he we, said uh, is just as a matter of fact. I mean, the funny thing is, is this is the second recording of the song. You know, that without the little golf part, uh, I think it was, you know, quarter earlier, but one way or another, one way, you know, they did this and Straight Edge became, you know, synonymous with Ian McKay and uh, other. Henry people. Rollins? He was a big. Oh, yeah. Don't, I mean, don't well, I mean, ha- like, yeah, Hank and, and Ian were like. Best friends, you know. Hmm. Uh, they, they, it's another thing. You, oh God damn it! I wish it wasn't as drunk as I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it you know, sound clip for you. Some of these songs, <laughs> yeah. some of these songs on this album, you know, people are like, "Oh, he was so mad when you know uh, Henry, you know, joined Black Flag." You know, they, uh, you know, uh, Henry. Rollins, you know, Hank was, um, his original band was, uh, SOA, uh, God damn it. What the fuck does that stand for? Sons of Anarchy. No, no. <laughs> just kidding. But one way or another, you know, he was in a, a local it. DC band and, you know, I have, you know, I've got some of that and it's not great. <laughs> and uh, Black Flag, you know, had gone through numerous vocalists and was, uh, you know, trying people out in New York. So Henry went up there and um, he got the job. SOA is State of Alert. Yeah, State of Alert. Well, how much? There you go. I mean, I'm not trying to say we shouldn't, but how much more of this do we want to, like, I, I, do you want to do well, I wanna, I, uh, are there are there highlights you want to go go over like are there cashing in okay you play that entire fucking song <laughs> no, it's, that's the longest <laughs> that's song the longest there. yeah um the opening laugh on this is pretty funny I thought that was good Yeah. 
I like that he introduces himself. <laughs> Even if it's at the end of the album. That's why I waited to introduce us, because I knew it would be better if it was later in the episode. <laughs> and just like they are, we're going to get rich off of this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 My speech passed off. Very nice. I've got some money, and I'm feeling fine. A couple of dollars, and we a good time. Well, you know, I'm going to be all right. With a money, I'm making off of you tonight. It's a pretty great course, though. Yeah. You know who took inspiration from this big time is Guar. Yeah. I was listening to this going, oh my gosh, this is like Guar song from the first album. Mm-hmm. Big time. 100%. You're right. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. Also a Virginia band, not a DC band, but, you know, I'm sure they were aware of Minor Threat. Uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, play, play the end of it. Oh, yes. Or later in the song. <laughs> oh, the riff at the end of the song is the best thing about the whole album, actually. Oh, I hate you, Eric. There's no place like home, so where am I? There's no place like home, right? There's no place like home, so where am I? There's no place like home. There's no place like home. So where? Maybe that was the question. Maybe. Where am I? <laughs> All right. Um, All right. We want to grade this before we move on to. I don't feel comfortable grading things out of my wheelhouse. Wheelhouse. <laughs> this this has come up before. Yeah, I'm, I'm going I really to probably like kill. I mean, it's like there's going to be this. Oh my guys, guys, guess what? There's probably going to be you know one of those like American monster, um, you know things when you guys don't give this an a plus <laughs> i'm going to like kill you guys because <laughs> you realize that this is better than metallica <laughs> and you're not you're not driving to west virginia oh to i am <laughs> to kill you oh fuck yeah it's a long drive i mean this this you know as stated metallica was the first band that was like holy shit this changes everything Minor Threat was the second band. You know, there's only two of them that did it. This band was like, holy crap, that is what music should be. And if you don't believe that, if any of the three of you don't give this an A+, (laughs) I am going to fucking kill you. My brain can't process that. Because you're not smart enough. (laughs) <laughs> but I don't know. I can't process outside of that. You, you hearing just, you're master just of puppets, a, but idiot, just say a plus, and then we're fine. <laughs> then you won't die. Then I won't have to hug you're Pam crazy, crazy, at your funeral and be you're like, crazy. "Sorry, Pam. I like you." But you're crazy. Sorry. <laughs> C minus. Oh man. <laughs> I'm taking this for, I've never heard this band. I'm, this is an album I just listened to, and if I was to grade it, that is what I would give it. So you never listen to my 
Well, you're surprised uh-huh. by that? I never had either. You're surprised I, that I never listened I, to mine. I had never really dug it. I thought it was just a t-shirt people wore. <laughs> you about them? They're like Black Flag, you know. Pam sings that one song all the time. It was definitely better than I was expecting. All the time. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought it was, it was, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Okay, so. I thought it was, I gave it a B. Okay. I thought it was, I won't. Aggression, it had some melody. I won't slaughter you painfully. I'll just kill you. the The one thing I thought was funny was like, back in the day, this is probably like, Oh my god, that's like the craziest shit, man. That minor threat stuff. Like people thought it was like crazy, you know? And like hearing it today, you're like, I'm not saying it sounds tame, but it's like it's it's melodic, you know? It's it's They sold out. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's it's aggressive, it's but it's like it's funny to compare it to what's in the world today. There's so much crazier shit out there, and you're like, man, this is it's crazy to think this is like this was the Yeah. Like, holy shit, that band Minor Threat, man. Well, you, I mean, crazy. you could look at Kill Em All the same way. Yeah, like, and exactly. It's the know, same thing. Like, Kill Em All like, is considered, that's the fastest shit everyone's ever written. But then you go listen to, you know, I don't know. Yeah, now you hear Metallica in stadiums and you hear them in, yeah. you know, wherever. Right. It's like, eh. well, like, God, I heard Twisted Sister in the grocery store the other day. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? What? Man, this we, was, uh, that we're not going to take the fuck. It. That should be like, Fuck yes. I <laughs> it win. Is. It I is. fucking win. That's but that's kind of my point is like how things have changed from 1983-84 to like now. Where now you're like shopping for cucumbers in here. We're not going to take it. <laughs> and that was on the PMRC, you know, hit list. And you're like, this is fucking crazy. No. Yeah. It's awesome. It's great. It's fantastic. But to say that in 84, you'd be like, that's never going to happen. Right. Yeah. But All right, Joe. Here we are. So we're at you. Didn't they grade it already? It, no. Oh. oh. You refused, uh, you said. Hey, because it's not it's not my thing. I don't know. A plus. A, a plus, Keith. <laughs> See? He, he understands. With an erection. I feel like Keith's like Negan. He's got like a bat with like spikes sticking out of his. I'm the punk on the metal show. So, you know, hey. Drinking him like a champion. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. And I love Got it. it. How how do you feel when I say I like the Fugazi album better? <laughs> what well, is it? It is better. Yeah, it is better. <laughs> I think I like the Minor Threat album better, actually. I oh, yeah. I don't. I think the first four songs on the was, Fugazi right, album right, better right, than right, anything well, on well, the hey, Minor Threat album. Well, that could that could be a yeah, great leeway right into true. the Fugazi shit. Like, yeah. I like the I like the Fugazi album. Better than this Fugazi, the one before this Fugazi album. Well, we're not talking about 13 songs or repeater. I, yeah, I should go listen to the other ones because, okay, yeah, let's talk about this yeah. one. This is uh, In on the Kill Taker by Fugazi, and uh, we'll play a little bit of it to get started. Yeah. 
So, hey, guess who the singer <laughs> singer of this band is? <laughs> we covered that already. And guitar, Ian McKay. Uh, also on guitar is Guy Picciato. Is that you say that? Uh, it, uh, well, uh, I... Now that you're like staring at me to be like, it, it, yes, you're close enough to it, so let's just not. <laughs> Joe Lally on bass and Brendan Canty on drums. Yes. And uh, produced by, it looks like, Fugazi and Ted Nicely. Uh, and same then, studio as that other album. Yeah, and uh, the same engineer from the um, the guy I've been a butcher's Don name. The yes, the Antara, thank you. Was the minor thread on Discord? Was it, did they have that label? That's his label, right? The, Ian Howley says last name. That, that is yes. Ian and the drummer of Minor Threat created the label Discord. So. Oh yeah, so I like this album overall. Um, I will say I did think that it falls off probably around track six, five, six. It's six, the, I think. Yeah, a little bit. First yeah. five are really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like the first. It's very strong. Yeah, yeah. And I don't really dislike the rest of it. It's just, yeah, it gets kind of slow. And there's a couple of songs where it's just like, all right, come on, what are you doing? Like, yeah, yeah, just for sure. Go like, wh- why are it's... you like? This is you've been doing this for two minutes straight. Stop it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, returning the screw is just like. Yes. Yeah, I think. Why did you start doing something? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize they it's were. Like Different lead vocals. <laughs> well, they they swap. They yeah. change. Yeah, yeah. I do. I I I mean, I recognize there's different uh, someone else singing. Like, um, I just I, I didn't really even think about it. Yeah, that that first song, in fact, I don't. That didn't sound much like. Maybe it was Ian. I don't know. It is. Well, yeah. I mean, let's face it. We all, everyone knows their most famous song is "Waiting Room." No, please tell me. Don't. Oh, my God. I mean. What does Spotify say? Three more people now know. <laughs> You're correct. You're right. You don't know the song Waiting Room. 88 million streams. It's played at Commander's Games. <laughs> Redskins Games. It was played at Redskins Games. Was? Here, let me, yeah, I'm going yeah, yes. to play it. Oh, yeah, no, I, know the, yeah, yeah, I know the song. Sorry, I jumped ahead to my own Spotify. Yeah, when you the you'll, you'll know. Hello. That's short. <laughs> I still don't know it. Really? You never heard this? Oh, oh my god. Huh. Sorry, never heard that in my life. Huh. I'm not sorry, and I've never heard it. I've <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely heard that. <laughs> His jaws gonna hit the floor. <laughs> it's a I mean, you guys have seriously never heard that song? Two of us haven't. Well, I mean, we can't say for sure, but we don't remember it. If we did. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's probably more likely. Yeah. Yeah, Let's I don't. Stick. 
Sorry, man. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I, yeah, it, it just confuses me. It's like, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, I don't remember any songs I've heard at a Redskins slash Commanders game. I would assume we probably heard um, Crazy Train, <laughs> Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. Um, it's mostly rap music. I mean, it, frankly, yeah, sure, music. sure, sure. But I mean, I mean, that one song is probably the biggest DC song that's ever existed. No. You know, I don't know. <laughs> How how do you not know that? <laughs> we just don't, man. Let's tell you. Hey, well, I, if we're talking about you know, the Kill Taker, yeah, we should get back to not that. Not surprised. Yes. How about album cover? It's pretty it's cool. cool. Uh, I like it. I I yeah, liked it too. You know, it makes me it makes me sad. <laughs> you sad? Yeah. Why? It's just it's it looks sad. It's, what it's is Washington it? Washington Monument it's is DC sad. and sepia. But it, it looks, yeah, it looks all it's all depressing looking. Uh, colors. What's that they in the background? Is that like lyrics written in the back? Art should make you feel something, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. There's like lyrics behind it, though, right? There's like a little. Yeah, it looks like or something. Yeah. I see the Probably kill lyrics. taker at the bottom. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, I would say it's lyrics. Maybe it's a set list. <laughs> It's interesting. I think it's yeah, I think it's lyrics. Anyway, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, it's a cool album cover. I like it. I mean, not much to yeah, it. Yeah. It's pretty simple. But let's mm-hmm. face it: when it comes to the album, uh, I'm sorry. Like, you know, th- that's the one thing for me. Minor Threat was like a band that changed everything for me, and was like, "Holy shit! Why is everyone?" anyone trying to do anything besides what they're doing here. Mm. And then I heard, and let's face it, there are numerous bands that Ian was involved in, in between Fugazi and Minor Threat. But, you know, I kind of blame Fugazi for not being Minor Threat. And mm. Seems kind of fascist to want everybody to do the same well, <laughs> music. Well, one way or another, Mr. Leftist. I, I would love <laughs> I would love for Meyer Threat to have existed for more than the hilarious short time that they did. And uh No. They didn't and uh Yeah, I mean I again I don't know anything about either of these bands. So is Fugazi even still around? Did they break up? Like what's the deal? Uh, they're I mean that's the thing. They don't play anymore, um, so they, I mean, that's the thing, like, you know, you, you say that, oh, did they break up? You know, it, it, you know, for cool people, you know, it's not a thing that we consider. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, my old band, The Overprivilege, we played some shows, you know, got to play the auto bar. Not too long ago, we, you know, hey, you know, maybe we'll play in uh, Morgantown. As a matter of fact, we might play in Morgantown. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, One, two, three, Pleasant Street. I don't know where, but That's usually so we we got an offer to play in Morgantown uh, sometime next year. Let's go. All right. We're yeah. going. We're all and, going. And, you know, Flet, you know, like Scott and Dan were like, hey, let's go. Uh, why let's the go. fuck would we do this? And they're like, 
we should do this because it is absolutely absurd. You, know, you should like, wear. I mean, we should. It's some kind you of. Should like, wear universe, all you should day. wear university. You should wear University of Pittsburgh shirts too. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, one way or another, <laughs> you know, we we got we got the offer to like play the show, and I'm like, why the fuck would we not play a town we've never played before? You know, twenty years after we mattered at all. You know, this is the absolute shit we should do. Hey, why isn't Instinct getting these calls? What's going on? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. played two closets. When did you play CBGBs? <laughs> uh, when did you play... Uh, Kate, I was, oh, I was mimicking our audience react, reaction yes, at uh, every one of our shows. You didn't we have played, an audience. We played jacks. Got golf claps from three we people. Get, we got shut off early at jacks. Yeah. Your bass amp was fucking up, wasn't it? It broke. Yeah. Well, Died right there. Okay. Good times. So, Good times. <laughs> so uh I'm I'm sorry, me. Keith. I'm having a hard time with this because like I don't know that I'm 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 relying on you for a lot of this and you're well you're unfortunately I can't blasted. say anything. That's the thing about Fugazi. <laughs> Fugazi is the like like I heard like Meyer Threat changed my life. I'm like, holy crap. Like I was a metalhead. And then I heard Meyer Threat, and I was just like, wow, metal is stupid. And anyone who's a metalhead <laughs> is below me. And, did, you say, uh, did you say below me or blow me? They blow me and are below me. <laughs> you'd have, and they you'd have eat baloney. They blow him below him. Yes. Well, all oh, of you, I mean, you all remember He's all the beautiful. times you guys have sucked my penis. So. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a lot of times. <laughs> wow it's incalculable <laughs> incalculable yeah. oh man it just sucks hey that smallpox champion I like that song that's a good song All right. Yeah. so Ian yeah. McKay leaves, leaves oh. or they might have heard breaks up Fugazi comes along I'm trying to think that's a whole thing seven or eight other bands in between in between, in between minor threat and Fugazi Ian was, uh, let's see here. Uh, Keith blames Fugazi somehow. Well, exactly. Well, I'm trying to think of an analogy or a band that were that. No, no, he, no. He played. Happened. He played with um, uh, Al from Ministry. No, Al Jurgensen. Yes, Palehead was okay. the name of the band. And exactly, it's just this straight edge guy who. With the guy that did all the drugs, exactly. playing with with Algiers. <laughs> like, he doesn't even shower. How the fuck did that happen? That's that is <laughs> but, uh, crazy. That's quite the combo. Yeah, that's yeah. That's like the exact opposite. But he, he was yeah. an egghead. He was, you know, there, there's been a number of things, but. I mean, regardless, you wanted you wanted Fugazi to sound like Minor Threat. Was the point? Hey, yeah. it, that's the whole thing. It's just like Minor Threat. You know, Metallica and Minor Threat are the yeah. two biggest bands that affected me ever. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, "Oh, well, Minor Threat ended, and this is the band that got created outside of that." And it's just yeah. like, "Holy crap, this sucks!" Yeah, F, <laughs> mi- F minus. Yeah, I'm, try- <laughs> I'm trying to think about like a metal band where that maybe that happened to us, but I, I'm. 
having a hard time. Like it was a band we liked. They broke up. Maybe one of the guys from that band went on to do this. We were like, Belladonna. No. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't count. (laughs) I'm having a hard time thinking of anything. This is how Dave Mustaine sees his own band. That's how he feels about (laughs) (laughs) No. Well, I mean, like maybe David Wayne from Metal Church going to Reverend, but that doesn't really count. They they just traded singers. Yeah, they traded singers. It's not really the same thing. I, I don't know. Now they're all dead. Well, I mean, if we want to start, do we want to start getting into the tracks? Whoa, the the tracks. I was trying to. Smallpox Champion, I really like. Yeah, that's a great song. That might be my favorite on the album, actually. Um, Yep. And that's the... the, the, I like Rend It, too. That's kind of prongy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the one that kind of started dragging for me a little bit. 23 beats off. Let's let's talk about that. Not even four minutes. Yeah, that that, that one. Uh, having a little trouble with that one. <laughs> <laughs> song Why is that? Good. From two fifty eight to six forty two, it's the same fucking thing over and over. So you're playing it for four minutes. It's nothing well, but like a single do snare. You, do you like? Have you thought about what it's about? Twenty three beats off. No. Well, it turns out. Turns out. Twenty three is. The jersey number of Magic Jordan. Or, Ma- or uh, Air, Air Jordan. Mike, Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan. What the fuck is goddamn name? Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I've been drinking a lot. Um, uh, but uh, the opposite of it is. Jersey Jordan? Magic, Magic Johnson is 32. Was he 32? Okay. And Air Jordan is 23. Um, so the 23 beats off is that, that this might be about how Michael Air Jordan, Jordan jerks off? No, Air Jordan was okay. jerking off in his, in his hotel room instead of fucking randoms, which is what Magic Johnson was oh. doing, which led him to get the eight. Oh. That's what this song is about? Really? <laughs> it does say a household name with HIV. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're both doing fine, I think. Well, not well, I mean, Magic Johnson's got AIDS, so I don't know. If doesn't have AIDS. Yeah, he does. He's, he's got HIV. HIV positive. He's just positive. Yeah, I mean, oh. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. This huh. this was a song where it's like I don't know two fifty. Wait, he used to pretend he was fighting some war somewhere. Ooh. Yeah, I saw that lyric. Yeah, I saw that, that too. He used to pretend. Yeah. All right, I, I didn't write the goddamn song, so I, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that, that didn't do much for me. That song. Um, we didn't uh, play smallpox, or what was it smallpox champion? Play a little bit of that. Man, 
310 was where I looked. Like, that's my favorite part of the song. Remind me of uh, like early Foo Fighters. Oh, uh, yeah. I can hear... I can hear where Dave Grohl got some inspiration for sure. I know he's a fan. Yeah, I mean, like I was saying earlier, this album, I like, I love the first four songs, but then it just kind of really falls off for me. Yeah, that's, I mean, like, like and you know, hey, again, me, it's great not cop, great cop for me is. Yeah, I, I did like my that song. Favorite, but... Yeah, I did like that song. Um, it's it's the shortest song on the album. It's, super it's more, yeah, it's, that's the it punkiest is, is song on the album. Punk, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Harmonics. Mm-hmm. I'm not really going track by track. I'm just kind of picking out highlights for me. Um, I like Cassavetes. I think that was a pretty good song. Uh, I'll play a little bit of that. Oh, yeah. That one kind of sticks out. You get the snare sound on this album, too. Um, <laughs> not a big fan. Well, does it work for this, though? I think it does. Yeah. yeah I guess so. That's actually one of my notes. Was the production's good. And actually, the drums fit for this kind of music, I think. Yeah. Still kind of... Like this isn't the famous song that you just... <laughs> it rips no. the same, doesn't it? It does. Um, the album before this, the production, the mixing is better, I think. I like that album better. Um, I didn't take that. Did Betty Died of Nothing, I think it's called. I'll have to check it out. On a lark, I just started going. Yeah, I'll do that sometimes. Let's like, go back, back and was, you know. Oh, yeah, he does the rolling lark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good song. Yeah, that, that, that's a good song. I yeah. like that one. Mm-hmm. That was cool. 
And I don't know what he's fucking talking about in that one. <laughs> no. Did you say like Spaniards and stuff in there? Yeah. Probably. Well, that song kind of reminded me of the Pixies a little bit. You got a Rickenbacker guitar in this picture? I think he does. Oh, nice. This song. To me, this is so boring. Yeah, it was very, I, believe, I don't know, to me this is like, sounds kind of like Pixies. This is, I believe this song is considered to be like, the cool, like, oh yeah, man, last chance <laughs> I'm cool, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't. Spot? <laughs> yeah, I know, it is pretty boring. It is that same riff like the whole fucking time. I know, I know. Just... Yeah, and that was my problem with half the album. It's like, you know, yeah. it's just the same fucking riff over and over. Yep. For a lot of the songs. Yeah, there. there wasn't like, you know, riff, chorus, bridge. There was like riff. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. all of it was done on the riff. And it lasted, instead of a minute, five minutes. Yeah. And it's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let's move along. It's, yeah, you know, yes. That you know. would have been good if you knew how to play music. And you don't. <laughs> so, fuck you, Joe Lolly. And, uh, play that and, annoying yeah. walk-in syndrome beginning. Oh, God. Yeah, that was 26 <laughs> seconds of this. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that's enough. I, I don't know. Why did that go on for 30 that. seconds? I don't know. Yeah. So oh. One way or another. All right. So uh, where are we at? Great. <laughs> F minus, I said it already. <laughs> oh boy. Uh I wrote down B minus. This because band I, broke up your metallic. Yeah, that's so, right. They what? Because I did like the first four songs a lot. Like I think the first four songs. And I, I liked um yeah, smallpox. What was it? Smallpox something or other. Champion. Champion. Cha 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 champion. Yeah, I like that one a lot, actually. Yeah, that's a really good song. Yeah. So and I, you know, again, there's parts of the album that are really good, and then there's like songs that just like completely fall off, and mm-hmm. I don't care about it at all. But, um, you know, not a bad album. Just not something I'm probably going to go back to very often. I do want to check out their earlier album, like yeah. Jason. So I, I might go back to repeater, that. Repeater and 13 songs are probably what you want to hear. Yeah. But uh, for me, um, I don't want to ever hear anything off of this album again so <laughs> i'm going d minus oh damn man damn 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 that was in the c plus b minus range hey man go c plus you know make yeah. it make, lift it up but i mean i fucking did i did not be happy <laughs> I, uh, all right fine i'll just say c plus I did not be happy. Are okay. you are you sticking with your F minus, Joe? <laughs> sure. Hey, hey, man! 
I get it. I get that because uh, average is hey. like a D. Yeah. Seems definitely definitely not a D album in my opinion. No, it's not a D. I album. thought I read somewhere what Smallpox Champion was about. I'm trying to skim. I think it's about um killing Native Americans. No. Oh, did Smallpox do that? Um that's what they tell me. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Uh all right. Well, um any anything going on with everybody? Any cool things? Anything you guys got? Have you watched? What'd you, what'd you uh, all get for Christmas? I got Spider Man Two for PS Five. There you go. That's what I got. I got a I Nintendo seventy four. Nice. Nice. I got a Commodore eighty three. <laughs> <laughs> with the with the floppy weird number for adapter it. thing. Yeah, it, it five takes, and a half fit or five and quarter inch. Yeah, it takes eighty three floppy disks to play uh-huh. game. And it takes <laughs> it takes about a week to load the game. Please yeah. wait. Load Please it. wait. <laughs> so it's 45 the, minutes <laughs> did you play um gta vice city no the no. beginning the op- when you loaded the game up it was in commodore 64 load screen and you had to oh type nice in. it was like uh-huh. typing in load nice. comma yeah you know, quote whatever it was yeah yeah oh my god what a nightmare that was <laughs> stupid tape the game's on tape what the fuck yeah, yeah. cassettes because oh my god why Anyway, have you well, watched Hijack on Apple TV? Anybody? No. With Idris Elba. Holy shit, was uh-uh. that good? That was oh good. Okay, cool. Oh, that was awesome. We're was it a movie or a, right sh- or a show? It's a show. It's 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 a like eight episode show, but it's essentially a movie. It's not like it's just like when the episode ends, the next one starts. Right, last last episode ended. It's just all the way through. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking awesome. Good. Yeah. We're uh. New episode, new season of Fargo is really good, by the way. I wish you guys weren't watching that yet, but I haven't damn. started that one. I just found out about it. Yeah, no, it's, somebody told me just what two days ago. Did you the say cast that? is really good. It's uh, Juno Temple's in it from uh, uh, Ted Lasso. Okay, she's the mm. girlfriend, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet and, she's uh, not British in that. John Hamm, who my <laughs> Tiff and I were talking about this the other day, we feel like John Hamm is like this generation's Kevin Bacon. Like that dude is just, just everything. He has not everything. Is John he? Hamm. Yeah. Well, he okay, maybe because maybe because we we just watched the morning show on Apple TV and then we started watching Fargo. Uh, he's he's in both of those that. shows. Yeah, and he uh, was in um, Angels and no, um, uh, came out. Not Angels and Demons. Oh, that yeah. The I know we're talking about the uh, the uh, <laughs> drawing a blank. It? Yeah, I know we're talking about. It's the David Tennant show. Yeah. Um, Good omens. Good omens. Bad yeah, omens. Yeah. Good omens? Yeah. Good omens. Yeah. Bad omens? <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> is it good or bad? <laughs> I think it's... It's I good omens. It's it's good I think omens. it's called Owen's yeah, Omens. Good it's good omens. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Which was also a great show, if you haven't Very watched, good. Right? Yeah, very good show. Based on a, a book series that Tiff read that I did not. But oh, my Neil God. Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. Yeah, Neil Gaiman. Neil yeah, Gaiman, yeah. and uh, you did not... You should absolutely buy that tomorrow. Well, she owns it, so I don't need to buy it. Well, go, go, <laughs> read it. Go buy read it again. Don't yeah. <laughs> I think the show copy. the show passed the book. I think the okay. show sucks. Wait, what show are we book. talking about? Good, Good ones. I am so pissed off about how the show. I mean, the show fine, yeah, okay, but. 
Well, back. speaking of David Tennant, he, who was in that show, I know you guys aren't big Doctor Who fans. Maybe, maybe some of you are. I don't know. Not but, even at all. Yeah. I'd Never like to be, him. but I haven't really delved into well, it. Well, we got into it big time. Um, friend of ours got us into it, but when David Tennant came along as the tenth Doctor, it was like, oh, this is great. And that that season and the one after it was really good, or you know, the Doctor after that was really good. Uh, Matt Smith played the Doctor after that, and Matt Smith. And then a girl Matt did Smith. it. And well, then Peter Capaldi. Peter Capaldi came in first, and then you are a horrible <laughs> human being. <laughs> I, I tried. Look, man, I tried. I just couldn't get into it. I, I actually fell off when Peter Capaldi came in. I, oh, I, yeah. I kind of liked his first season. but you yeah. tried to like something you love, but you couldn't <laughs> I don't do even it know what we're talking about anymore. Was Talk to who? Oh, this is shenanigans. Yeah. Foolishness. <laughs> oh. I thought that'd be for like a wanking guitar solo or something. <laughs> All right. It works better for conversation. <laughs> we yeah. stop the... Uh, no, we're not done yet. Hold on. We're not? Oh, <laughs> no. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, we're close. We're close. We're getting there. Yeah. Anyway, my point was, David Tennant came back as a doctor for these, like, three episodes, and they're on Nerd. Disney Plus right now. So, if you're into Doctor Who, go watch them, because they're really good episodes. Although, I haven't watched the third one yet, but I heard it's very good. Anyway. I don't have Disney Plus. Well, you're not into Doctor Who anyway, so it doesn't matter. There you go. <laughs> not that I'm not into it. I mean, not that I'm against it. Just... Yeah, no. Haven't gotten there in my life yet. Yeah. My butt's asleep. <laughs> Need a stand up disc. Maybe maybe I can kneel. Like I'm at the altar. Well, <laughs> well now my feet hurt, so I can't. Now my run. knees are gonna hurt. <laughs> oh yeah. I need knees. Uh, we're, we've come full circle. Now we're talking about our pains and, yeah. in our bodies again. I got the plantar fasciitis now. <laughs> I've had that. I'm gonna go get my heating pad out to sit on, which I actually have been doing. <laughs> They shot cortisone into my foot. Fucking hurt. Oof. I've had that in my back. Oof. It's yeah. a rough shot right there. Yeah. yeah. Feels better eventually, though. You yeah. cannot stop talking about maladies. <laughs> <laughs> they explained it to me. They're like, well, we have to shoot this thing, and it basically goes through your nerves. So think about this. as It's going to kind of like expand your nerves. And, and that's, I was like, Ugh. I'm like, it's just a weird feeling. I don't know how else to explain it. And yeah, they're right. It's a weird feeling. Hmm. <sighs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know what else is going on. Not much. I mean, you know, we got a lot of albums to talk about coming up in the next year, and we should do a end of year. Yeah, uh, best of twenty twenty three. We'll do that for sure because there were a lot of albums in twenty twenty three. Lots of them to talk about. So yeah, there were some good ones. So we'll be back with that soon, people. Right. But in the meantime, Happy I'm New gonna- Year. Yes, happy new year. I'm gonna let I'm gonna happy let Keith go before he falls asleep. Yeah, no shit. He is this close, even though it's not one aim yet. Eat my dick, motherfucker. One eye is open. I am I am close and I am very glad to hear that it's time to say goodnight. So yes. good night, motherfuckers. <laughs> All right. All right. Well for Joe and Keith and Thank Tim, you and good fucking night. I'm Eric saying. Thank you and good fucking night. Oh, Energy, aggression, power. To sum it up, it's a vulgar display of power. Sometimes I think you drink just a little too much blood. I'm sorry, I'm going to be a bloodaholic, but I'm Cut it up. Cut it up big time. They are miserable slaves of Satan. Look out! Some cunt's recording this.
Beautiful.